touchdown. Third down and four. As Rodgers throws, it's Adams. Makes the catch and will take it in for his second touchdown today. Shout out to the tube. Shout out to now Spotify. My Spotify users out there. Shout out to you guys. It's your boy KDG back again with another Get At Me podcast. Uh, what's going on, man? Hopefully everybody is good. Uh, shout out to Brian. And he was already in the chat, man. Shout out to Brian for coming through. Um, Like I like to say, we are now on Spotify. I got to throw that ad out there. Got to advertise it. Uh, the link is always in the description. So if you guys want to check me out on Spotify, if you can't happen, you happen to miss, say, you know, this episode or whatever, and you want to catch it on Spotify, it'll definitely be on there maybe like an hour afterwards after the stream ends. And so uh, I'm trying to be accessed to everywhere. And so uh, we're on Spotify. So if you guys want to check out the Spotify page, the link is in the uh, description below. So you guys go ahead and check that out. So with that being said, man, appreciate everybody coming through as always. As always, Miss Cadet. Hello. Hello, Miss Cadet. How are you doing? Hopefully, hopefully all is well over there. Hopefully all is well. Uh, but yeah, man, let's, we got to get into it, man. We got to get ready for week four. Man, it's already week four. Already week four, man. The season is just is just flying by, but I'm trying to take it one week at a time. And right now we have to get prepared for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But before I jump into that matchup, before I jump into that, man, we have to talk about, you know, some quick things. Like I said, I'm trying to do these every other day, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, 1230 Eastern. And the reason why is because I like to get little snippets, you know, between days. Um, you know, we get some stuff on Tuesdays. We get some stuff on Thursdays that I might have missed. Uh, because it happens after the streams. And so that's why I'm trying to let things accumulate, let things build up. So that way, when I do get back on stream, I actually have some some concrete stuff to talk about. I'm just not up here just rambling. Um, and so for my first point, we do have to talk about, obviously we got to talk about the rookie, Eric Stokes. He's, you know, he's the story of the of the town right now, man. Everybody wants to get Eric Stokes out there, man. Everybody, we've been talking about Kevin King and Eric Stokes for a while now. Uh, but now that we got his first, action at corner as a starter not just coming off you know special packages but actually being out there i think he played what 70 plus snaps or something like that and so he was out there and he was doing his thing and he had a great game in my opinion um he had some some crazy calls against him but you know hey that was the referee the officiating was all bad that game. The officiating was all bad on both sides of the ball in my opinion uh but eric stokes has been said he has impressed the Packers, man. Matt LaFleur is very impressed with him. He said he did a really nice job. Um, and shout out to um Packers Wire. That's where I'm getting this information from, man. So shout out to Packers Wire out there. If you're not listening, if you're not attuned to what Packer Wire is, check those guys out, man. They make articles, they do all types of stuff. It's all Packers all the time, man. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, but apparently, looking at his first three games, now albeit it's a small, it's still a small sample size, but it's a good sample size. It's a good sample size. Uh, through his first three games, Eric Stokes has been targeted 10 times, but he has only allowed three catches for 27 yards. Only 27 yards out of 10 times. You know who that sounds like to me? Sounds like that guy on the other side of the field. Sounds like that boy 23. Sound like John Money. Sound like John Island. Sound like Mr. Jair Alexander himself. Uh, we'll see as the season goes on, but hey. Nothing wrong with having two corners that can lock it down, make it tougher for the, the quarterbacks to get their throws off because the tougher it is for them, it makes it easier for the pass rush to get there because now they're overthinking it. And so now you're giving your pass rushes more time. So that way when Sedarius gets back, 
We full swing, man. We definitely full swing. Uh, but he also has three pass breakups and an opposing quarterback having a passer rating of 72.9 when targeting him. So that is good. That is good, especially for a rookie, man, especially for a rookie. And so uh, we're going to continue to, to, to look at his progress, look at his growth. Um, he, he played a lot of corner. Like I said, he did a lot of stuff where, um, where he was drafted, the school that he played for. And so we have to always keep that in mind. Like, even though he's not like he's not as raw, such as Josh Jackson was. Josh Jackson was very raw coming in. Um, but Eric Stokes, he knows the position and he seems to know it well. Obviously, he's a rookie, he's still gonna make rookie mistakes, but we want to keep those mistakes to a minimum. And so with him being targeted the way that he was, albeit it's Jimmy G throwing the football, but Jimmy G is pretty solid in my opinion. Um, you know, he's not the worst quarterback in the world, he's not, you know, an elite quarterback at all. But for a rookie to do what he's able to do in that Sunday night game, like I said, it's another test for him to pass, and he has another one this Sunday. Hopefully he's starting. We'll see. And that's the thing, like, what I was saying, like, with these streams is we will definitely get more information as the weeks goes on. I'm pretty sure those guys go back to practice this week, and so we'll see who's on the injury report. I'm sure we'll get some looks. We'll get some matchups. We'll, we'll see who's on first team and who's getting certain types of reps. I'm sure that stuff will come out as the days go on. And I'm pretty sure I will have more information on that on Friday. But as of right now, it's looking very, very good for Eric Stokes. It's looking very, very good for him. Now, before I go on to my next point, let me see what the chat is saying. My guy, Brian, he said, I love the fact that he's a press corner and he's not afraid to press any wide receiver. I mean, that was the thing, like pressing, and which is what I felt like they didn't do enough with King, in my opinion is that they always had King off the line of scrimmage, and King was a guy that could press. And, you know, he was a little handsy. I think that was one of his knocks coming out of Washington was that he was very handsy. But, you know, with him being out there, uh, you know, it's all about technique at the same time, too. You want to have your technique right. And um, if you can put you could put uh, Stokes in that position to, to, to you know, press a man at, at the line of scrimmage, like I said, attack the, attack the wide receivers, man, at the point of attack. Man, you got to – you got to put those guys out there. You got to have them pressing it. So that's my whole thing. And so, like I said, Joe Barry is figuring it out, man. And it's like I said, it's another test this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we'll see how that plays out. Because, again, this week, uh, Pittsburgh, albeit they're one and two, they won their first game against the Bills, which apparently the Bills has bounced back. The Bills are now a lot better than what they were in week one. I don't want to take anything away from the Steelers. I'm not saying they could be 0 and 3 or anything like that. But this is a big game for the Pittsburgh Steelers, in my opinion. Uh, this is a game in which, you know, they're pretty much, I don't want to say they're running out of time, but in the NFL, you cannot, it's its really hard. It's really hard to bounce back being down, what, is, what would they be? One and three after this week. Now, I don't feel bad for them if it happens. I mean, hey, F, you know, that's, that's my whole thing. Forget the Pittsburgh Steelers. I hope that, you know, um, this week we blow them out. But. I got to look at the at the other side of the, of the locker room as well. And I'm sure these guys want to come in and they want to do what they're supposed to do. And this is a big game for them. Definitely a big game for them. So it's not going to be easy by any means. It's not going to be easy by any means. And so um, I think with the Green Bay Packers playing at home, which is a great thing, they playing at home, which is crazy. Interesting stat here, fun stat here. Aaron Rodgers has never hosted the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. He's never hosted them. Um, and the last time that he actually started against the Pittsburgh Steelers was a very, very special game, not just for myself, but for all Packer fans. But that's how long it has been since Aaron Rodgers has played 
the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is kind of crazy because I didn't think it was that long ago. I'm like, man, has Rodgers really never played the Pittsburgh Steelers since that Super Bowl game? And apparently he hasn't played them since that Super Bowl game. Um, The second time that they played them, which was, what was that, 2013? It was it was um, Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn was the quarterback in that game. He started that game. And then the last time we played them, we was all riding the wave. We had Brent Hundley at quarterback. And so uh, we're going against the Pittsburgh Steelers with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback, which is, like I said, this is crazy. It's really crazy to think about that. He hasn't played them. He hasn't played the Pittsburgh Steelers in 10 years. It's been 10 years since he's played the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, um, you know, with that being said, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see. Now, with the Pittsburgh Steelers is this. They have a great pass rush. They have, I think, one of the top-rated pass rushers in the league. Now, we just went up against a team with a crazy front. Great front in the um, San Francisco 49ers. Hopefully, we get Elton Jenkins back this week. We'll see. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I had this information on Friday. They haven't practiced yet. No injury reports. None of that has come out yet. So I will, you know, I, of course I would love to have all my horses for this game. Um, and Elton Jenkins is one of them. And so I hope to see Elton Jenkins out there against the Pittsburgh Steelers because again, they have one of the best pass rushers in the game. However, the back end of their defense is very, very bad. It's even with Minka Fitzpatrick back there, it is very, very bad. They're one of the uh lowest rated secondaries in the league. And so Oh, if you give Rodgers some time, it should be another good week for him. It should be another good week for Devontae Adams. Not saying any of this is guaranteed because, again, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in a dog. This is going to be a dog fight, in my opinion. Uh, they're in a bad spot right now where, hey, they don't have too many games to give up. And if they go down with one and three, it's very, very hard to come back from one and three, in my opinion, in the NFL, even in the AFC, even in the trash AFC. I still feel like one and three is damn near a death sentence. Now, they do have Mike Tomlin, one of the best coaches in the league. He's going to be a player motivator, so he's going to give him a fired-up speech. He's going to give him some things to go out there and play, you know, with some fire. Uh, but, hey, not our concern. Definitely not our concern. And so the Packers go in there, handle their business, punch them in the mouth right away, take the sell out of they, take the win out of their cell as soon as kickoff begins, then I'm all for that. But, hey, put some pressure on Big Ben. Big Ben has looked terrible. He's looked old. He looked like he should have retired. That's how bad he looks. Uh, they, they do have Najee Harris back there. He's been running the football pretty decent, in my opinion. Uh, but in my opinion as well, the Green Bay Packers have been stopping the run pretty pretty decently, in my opinion. They haven't really had – they haven't – I don't think we'll ever and – I, and I hate to say this right now because it's still early, but I hope we will never go back to that 2019 run defense where we were just getting gashed on every other week. Damn there felt like every other week was getting gashed on. And so um, the Green Bay Packers can force Big Ben to throw the football. I love our chances. Now, they will have all their receivers, so they'll be healthy receiver-wise. They'll definitely be healthy receiver-wise. Um, I know T.J. Watt was out last week uh, due to a groin injury. Those are very tricky. I'm pretty sure he'll be back. We'll see when the injury report stuff comes out. We'll definitely see when the injury report comes out. But um, it should be a good week, man. It should definitely uh, be a good week. But obviously, and I have to say this right now, man. I'm going to say it right now because it's starting up again. We're going against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know who's on that team. TJ Watts on that team. For whatever reason, everybody wants to bring up that draft. Why didn't – look what the Packers should have did. They should have drafted TJ Watt. And, and, I, and I hear you. Trust me. Listen, hindsight is 20-20. If we, if we would have known – 
TJ to be the guy that he is today, then yes, the Green Bay Packers should have drafted TJ Watt. However, however, did we forget what that 2016 secondary looked like? Did, did, did we all forget what we played, what we was looking like in the secondary that year? You had Quinn Rollins, who couldn't stay healthy. You had Demarius Randall. He's not even, I don't think Demarius is in, even in the league right now. He might be on a practice squad. Like, that was our secondary. Then you had an undrafted free agent starting against Julio Jones in 2016. That in a, this, listen, to anybody that says the Packers should have drafted T.J. Watt over Kevin King, I tell y'all to watch that 2016 NFC Championship game. Not to mention, not to mention, that they had just re-signed, if I'm not mistaken, in that free agency. They did just re-sign Nick Perry. Now, hindsight is 2020. So saying this right now, it's like, well, damn, that don't that doesn't make it any better. But at the time, we had one hand, we had club Nick Perry with the club on his hand. He, he was he was pretty decent to finish out that season. And then you still had Clay on the outside, I believe. I think Clay was still playing outside. Um, I want to say they had Blake around that time. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they had Blake around that time. But what I'm saying is overall is that they were straight at linebacker to the point where you didn't have to use a first-round draft pick on an outside linebacker. Now, fast forward a few years, they did they down there did the same thing with Rashad Gary after uh, uh, signing Preston Smith and Darius. I get all that. But that, like I said, that's Goop. And then that was Ted. God rest his soul. Ted Thompson. And so um, – with that being said, be, be prepared to see those takes, especially if T.J. Watt has a good game. And like I said, he's going to be motivated to play this game. It'll be his first game in Lambeau. He played for Wisconsin. He's from Wisconsin. So you know he wants to play this game. He wants to play at Lambeau. I don't know if he's going to be healthy. Who knows? If I can get a um, – and I, I don't want to use the word injured, but if I can get a compromised T.J. Watt, I'm cool with that. I'm definitely cool with that. Um, and so, like I said, man, to, to those that saying they should have drafted T.J. Wilde with Kevin King, I tell you to watch the NFC Championship game against the Falcons. That is all. That is all. Now, let me see what the chat is saying. Let's see what the chat is saying. And I appreciate the ones that came through, man. If you haven't already hit that like button, make sure you guys hit that like button. Also, got to get another reminder for those that's jumping in the stream. We are now on Spotify. So make sure if you guys want to follow the channel on Spotify, that way you don't have to have YouTube running in the background or anything like that. You can just log on your Spotify and then boom, you'll be in there. You'll be in there. I'm going to find a way to put this on iTunes. The iTunes is charging. It's charging. I, I, I don't know. I'm just being real. I don't know right now. I, I, I don't know. We got to get off the ground on Spotify first. We get off the ground on Spotify first, I make my move to Apple. But um, Spotify is free, man. Download Spotify, man. Download Spotify. Anyway. Um, off of that, let me see what the chat is saying. Uh, my guy Aaron, Aaron Duray, he says Stokes do for an INT the way he's been playing. I mean, listen, Big Ben gives you opportunities. Big Ben does give you opportunities. He's not gonna really push the ball down the field, so I expect to see more man coverage, press man coverage. Don't give these guys space, Joe. Joe, I'm talking to you. Don't give these guys space. Let Big Ben if he's gonna throw the ball deep. Let Big Ben throw that ball deep. I don't think he has that in his game anymore. I don't think Ben, Big Ben got the deep ball in his, in his game no more. He's not mobile. 
So he's not going to really extend, you know, all, he's not going to roll out. He's not going to break the pocket. So this should be, should be a very, should be a good game, in, in my opinion, for the defense. But we'll see. Because you, you never know, man. You, you never know. Robert, what's going on, man? What's going on? My guy, Zach, said, have you seen the power rankings? Who are these people? I mean, listen, um, Zach, what's um power rankings have you seen, man? Because based off the ones I've seen, I've seen the one from ESPN. They have Packers top five. I'm not mad at that. Having the Packers in the top five, in my opinion, is very, very solid. Obviously, they're going to use the week one game against them, which is cool. They're definitely going to use that. Uh, well, I almost I seen some crazy. I just seen some crazy. Um, obviously, they're going to use the week one, the week one game against the Packers, and rightfully so. They didn't show up, and you know what? You don't have they don't have the luxury to get that benefit of the doubt, and so they had to work their way back up. And right now, well, ESPN got the the power rankings got the Green Bay Packers, you know, number four. I think some on NFL Network, I think NFL they got them, you know, top five. I think even third or something like that. And so, you know, uh, I, in my opinion, I have no issues with the power rankings at all. I have no issues with the power rankings. <coughs> I have none with it. Um, Pack Nation thirty six. He said, I think Kevin King could play the slot corner. Seeing some good things from the Lions game where he was in the slot. I mean, it was definitely something new from the problem with the slot is the problem when you start guarding the slot, man, is a lot of those receivers in the slot are very shifty. And in my opinion, I don't think Kevin King has the best footwork to keep up with a guy that can get real twitchy with him. And what I mean by twitchy is he can change directions like Devontae. Devontae can change directions like that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if Kevin King has the footwork to deal with it. I think the only reason why they want to put him in the slot is because they're trying to justify a way to keep him on the field because they paid him that money and they're trying to find ways to justify that signing. Uh, but in my opinion, and it's crazy for me to say this because I've always said, hey, man, if you keep him as your third corner, I'm cool with that. He might be the fourth best corner. And what I mean by fourth best corner is I'm talking about packages where when they go nickel and you got three corners on the field, I think Chandon Sullivan is a better option in the slot than Kevin King. Now, if you happen to put Jair in the slot or something that you want Kevin King outside, then I'm cool with that. Um, but just strictly slot, I don't know. And we'll see as time goes on, but uh, Kevin King in the slot to me is very scary. It is very scary for me, which is one of the the fears that some Packer fans had going into that 49ers game is that it was like, hey, you put Kevin King up against Debo in the slot, I mean, this is going to get ugly for you. And But you know, Kevin King was out due to an illness. Hopefully, he's feeling better. I'm sure he's feeling better. And um, we'll see as time goes on. But, hey, when they go up against one of these guys, let's say against Pittsburgh Steelers, in my opinion, they got three decent wide receivers. I think who's ever that third guy in the slot, whoever that guy in the slot, I think can kill Kevin King in that position. So, hopefully, it doesn't come down to that. But we'll see. Hopefully, he can prove me wrong. We'll see if he proves me wrong. Um. Jacob Garcia said, I think Kevin King was doing somewhat a little bit better in the slot. Okay, we got another slot uh statement. When the Packers were experimenting with the with that against the Lions in the second half, kind of eager to see how he plays in the slot. And we're definitely gonna see him in the slot some more. And I'm pretty sure you're gonna see him in the slot once again uh against the Pittsburgh Steelers if he can go. If he can go, he's gonna be in that slot and they will give him some opportunities out there. Um, I think when it's all said and done, I could be wrong. But I think he's moved by the trade deadline. I think he's out of there, just, you know, a chain of scenery type of thing. I definitely could be wrong. I wouldn't be shocked if he was moved, though. I'm just putting that out there. I don't, I'm not hearing anything. I'm not, 
I'm not saying that, you know, I believe it's going to happen. I just wouldn't be surprised if it did. Um, Fat Boy said, what up, Packer Nation? It's funny to me how King made the trip and everything and then got ill before the game, but glad we got the W. I mean, look, hey, sometimes, you know, you, you get that weather change. Not to say that it was, you know, that different from going from Green Bay to San Fran around this time of the year. But, hey, maybe probably ate some. I don't know. I, it's crazy because they never really said what it was. I don't know if he had, like, a stomach illness or whatever. Caught, you know, he got under the weather or whatever. I have no idea. But, you know, sometimes it be like that, man. You out there. You wake up the next day. You know, you got the AC on a little too long. You got a fan in your face. You got all that wind hitting your face. And then you wake up like, man, I got a runny nose and I'm sick. I got a sore throat. It be like that sometimes, man. But hopefully he good. Hopefully he's good. Um, Packer Nation 36. He said... um. He was pressing wide receivers pretty good from the Lions game, but I don't. But I know it's a, it's a small sample size. They was doing the same thing against the Niners too, so it's not like it was only one game. And it's crazy because it took a half. It took to the second half, you know, for them to say that. And apparently, you know, Matt Lafleur didn't tell Barry to do something. He was just, I guess, making a suggestion. I guess they were just talking about it. And so ever since that game, ever since the second half of that Lions game, I've been liking what I've been seeing, man. I have no issues with it. Obviously, it's still early. It's still going to be a work in progress. But as these guys get more comfortable, we'll definitely get better as the season goes on. So I, I'm hoping I'm hoping for the best when it comes down to that. Uh, my guy, Jacob Garcia, he said, yeah, I agree. I think we will trade him for a six or seven round pick before the deadline. That'd be kind of bad, man. If we just if we just trade him just for a six or seven round pick. I mean, we're talking about a second rounder here, man. I'd be that'd be kind of crazy. But, you know, hey, that's just sometimes this is how the. How the dice rolls, man. Sometimes you don't really get, and I'm not saying they're gonna get a second rounder for Kevin King, but I mean, I'll take a fifth. I'll take a fifth for Kevin. I mean, that's what I would do. But we'll see. Um, if Jacob also said if he continues to let wide receivers just run past him. Oh, yeah, definitely. 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 Packer Nation 36 said, should definitely do better than Sullivan in the slot because that man is trash. Oh man, Sullivan is all right, man. He's not that bad. I mean, that's not saying much, but that's not that bad. It's not that bad. So uh, with that being said, hey, I appreciate everybody coming through, man. Like I got so we're going to keep this one quick. 20, 30 minute streams at the most, at the most. Uh, and so we'll definitely be back on Friday. So make sure you guys, if you haven't already hit that like button, make sure you guys hit that like button. Also, another reminder before we wrap it up, I will be on the Fade Podcast later. So make sure you guys, if you want to check out the Fade Podcast, we're going live at 7 Eastern, talking NFL, all that good stuff, man. That link is in the description as well. So make sure you guys check that out. We'll be live over there, doing it big over there, as always, doing our pickums, all that good stuff, man. Just talking more than just Packers. We're talking everything. We're talking all football. And then make sure you guys check out the Spotify channel. So if you guys want to check us out, check me out on Spotify, make sure you guys do that and follow that so with that being said i do appreciate everybody coming through as always as always and i will definitely catch you guys on friday 12 30 eastern so with that being said y'all be easy i'm out peace